from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland. You're listening to the award-winning What's the Story podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrill Merrigan. Hello and welcome along to chapter 34 of What's the Story podcast. My name is Danny Murray and he's here as always, Graham Merrill Merrigan. How are you? Danny, great. Yeah, brilliant. Beautiful. Bit sad, but brilliant. We'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. (laughs) Uh, our guest this week is the first time we've ever had a returning guest, <laughs> and uh, we're delighted as well, honoured as well, the one and only Mr. Tony McGregor. How are you, Tony? Well, I'm very well, thank you, Danny and Graham. That was a nice introduction. Thanks very much for that. Um, you, man. I have to say, things have changed since the last time I was <laughs> yeah. here. You've, you've, you've gone up market now. You're in, uh, you're in a nice... Uh, Luxurious hotel here, yeah, as, yeah. as opposed to the old cold gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> so but things are looking have, up. <laughs> we have heating now. Yeah, it's, it's great, great, great. It's great. Um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're here in the beautiful surroundings of Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in uh, Cloyney in Dublin. Um, of course, if you want to know more about Fitzpatrick's, you can check out their website, FitzpatrickCastle.com, yeah, and uh, pop up to the, the lovely dungeon and grill yeah it's nice I pass oh, on the way in it looks yeah. nice yeah and they have a lovely gym as well here yeah, they? Really a lovely gym. I saw that in the way as well swimming yeah. pool as well a swimming pool as well yeah. Yeah. well so yeah and some of the best views in the country <laughs> yeah. yeah I have to say there's yeah. no denying the views the views are incredible I mean if you walk up the hill there actually, and actually this is a nice time of the year as well yeah, yeah it we're is coming right. into spring now we're getting some nice afternoons if the sun comes out I know it's still cold but if you wrap up well that's, That's a it. nice walk up the top of that hill up it's there. It's a grand stretch of really evening. Yeah. It's great to see, yeah. No such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes, lads. That's <laughs> yeah. what they say. That's, That's what my granny always said <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> your nanny always said that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, she always said that. And uh, she always said, if you're going to spend money on something, spend it on shoes and a bed, because they're the things you'll spend your most time in. That's right. They're <laughs> old, they're old sayings that they are, Danny. That's but it. do you remember this one? You better wear clean underwear just in case you get knocked down. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was an old favourite with Irish mothers, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't go out unless you clean a pair of underpants. You haven't changed. Like, imagine if you get it? knocked down. The ambulance driver wouldn't be looking at you. Make sure he has clean underpants. We won't be able to take him into hospital. <laughs> There's brown signs this, lads. Yeah. Can't oh, bring them yeah, in. No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's mad, actually, the, the whole hospital thing. When I went in for surgery, they gave me paper. Paper knickers. <laughs> I know right, ma- yeah. I made a point of having like brand new, fresh out of the pack, but they're like, yeah, no use, they no. are now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they're no use. Yeah, you need to wear the, the, the yeah. paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything now is health and safety. We were just talking about it earlier on, you know, so. Every, oh, hygiene control. Hygiene as well, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that went a bit in a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, and Tony, it's been, what, eight, nine months since we talked to you last. How have you been, first and foremost? Well, I've been absolutely perfect, uh, you know. Uh, I'm keeping well. I'm keeping the good side up, as usual. And, and things, you know, we've been riding the crest of a wave uh, uh, along with Connor's success. So the McGregors and the McGregor family are doing absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah delighted to hear. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, it's It's been a sensational sort of 12 well I suppose the last 3-4 years have been amazing but in particular the last 12 months yeah. it's just been off the charts I presume and yeah. it's just been incredible been a bit to watch mad, like. hasn't it it has been crazy yeah I mean the success I mean it's you know it has been meteoric and um, also um, the style of the success as well yeah the, style the fashion of, yeah the fashion Do you know it's yeah. the, whole, the whole package actually is everything you know what I mean it's, it's uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to believe in in, in some yeah. respects. I've, I'll be repeating myself here, but 
a friend, uh, a friend of mine, Ollie O'Connor, and me, we've been following. I've said it all the time, so I don't yeah. I repeat myself. I don't care. Yeah. Um, following MMA UFC for years, following a, an event on Saturday, go into work on a Monday, <laughs> talking about how great the event was. Yeah. But wishing we had an Irish, well, couple of Irish go. lads yeah. to have an emotional yeah. attachment to. Yeah. We got one in Connor when he fought Marcus Brimage, but three years later. He's the featherweight champion yeah, of the world. That's incredible. In 13 seconds. Incredible, yeah. Incredible. Crazy. What was that like for you being there for that one? That's the, that was the first time me and you missed in a while. Yeah, we missed the first Connor. What, what was yeah. it like even even because the, the scenes stepping into the octagon afterwards were, were emotional to watch. Like, So how was it yeah. actually being there for you, Tony? Well, you know, there's a lot of emotions there, of course. You know what I mean? Um, as I always say, I'm there as a fan as well. I mean, mm. I love to see, you know, the fights in the octagon. Um, I'm also aware that I'm the sort of I'm the patriarch of the family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know, the head of the family. Yeah, I am actually the head of the family as well. So I have daughters, kind of sisters, will be there. Uh, my wife, obviously. Um, so I sort of have to shepherd them and look after them. You know, the granddaughter as well. This and time granddaughter as well. Yeah, yeah. I made a point of her coming this time for the for the Aldo fight because uh, I knew it would be sporting history in the making. Absolutely. So I wanted us all there on block if you know what I mean so uh, it was an incredible experience and um, yeah it was just incredible you know what I mean it really was yeah. what's it like when you go to the events Tony and, and the crowd like because yeah. you get mobbed yeah no I mean I enjoy it and I said before in in, 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 the, in the the first interview uh, with you seven months ago um, I appreciate the fact that fans spend money and make the trip. I mean, these are not cheap trips to go to, Graham. You know, they're expensive. You know, if you're a single guy, you know, earning, you know, a regular income, you know, you do have to save for this. So I'll always have time for the fans. Every single time I'll always. If a fan wants a photograph of me or a handshake or a smile, that's no problem, you know. I appreciate yeah. all Connors fans. And I've met some wonderful people. I've met, I've met them. I've met expats you know, living in Australia, and I've met all walks of life from every profession, from every trade, from consultant consultants, medical consultants, down to you know our own sort of white collar, blue collar workers, right across the board. Yeah. You know, I've, I always have good fun with the fans, and I'm looking to looking forward to the good fun, the next fight. Yeah, well, I suppose we might as well address that one. The, the next yeah. fight, uh, it's it's only broken the last few days, I suppose, but. Sanios, another Brazilian woman scared as you said to us when you walked in the door. Absolutely, Danny. Uh, one more Brazilian running scared is the exact words I'd use. You know, yeah. they've let us down again. The Brazilian champions have let their own fans down. Yeah. You know, I, when I when I, I look at um, uh, Dos Anjos, and I call him a cardboard champion anyway, he's cardboard, his personality is cardboard. You know, these are not what's made, what, what, what fans want of champions. Fans want victorious figures, you know. Mm. You know, not someone that limps across a line or bluffs his way in or bluffs his way out. You know, we want we want victory all the time. That Roman gladiator kind yeah, of. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stand proud. Absolutely. And I suppose, like, cause you're, you're going to head over to Vegas, I presume, for the fight, whatever yeah. gets announced in that. I yeah. suppose, for yourself, from your own point of view, then, this was... You mentioned the Aldo fight was sport and history, but this was going to be even, yeah. it could potentially top that the first yeah. time ever. Yeah. yeah. A concurrent two way champion. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, 
Yeah. From your own point of view, Ozzy, you must be a little bit disappointed that even that bit is, is going to be lacking now, maybe. Yeah, I am a bit disappointed. Um, I haven't been, been speaking to Connor at the moment. He's in LA. The news sort of really broke this side of the Atlantic about one o'clock this afternoon. Although yeah. there was sort of, you know... Rustlands. Yeah, there was whispers coming across, you know, but uh, officially it sort of broke 1, 1 p.m. this afternoon. That was about 6 a.m. this morning. Over there, yeah. In Vegas time or L.A. time, you know. So um, uh, I text one of one of the Connor's corner men and asked him to let me know the minute anything, is, anything happens, anything concrete happens, you know. So at the moment, everything is just up in the air. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no official... Um, um, there's no official opponent yet. Yeah. Uh, I suspect there will be a fight. Oh, absolutely, I, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I think so the so. Irish fans will still be travelling, and they will still see the spectacle of Conor McGregor fighting, which is always a great spectacle. You know, possibly not going to be a title fight. I don't know. Was Was Conor fearful of it under a pullout? I think he knows the Brazilians, doesn't he? He's had experience of this before, so you know. Um, We've seen Brazilians running scared before, so you know their time will come. Their time, their yeah, time yeah. will come. You know, yeah. it's. It, I suppose it's probably not a conversation that comes up about prospective challengers pulling out, does it? No, no, no. Yeah, so. I suppose his his mental game is so strong, though that, and I, I know I've heard him in interviews saying before that he doesn't actually train for the opponent. He just trains and does his own thing because yeah. he knows doesn't matter who's standing across from him. Yeah, he's going to beat him. So I yeah. suppose. That in itself is a credible, I guess, for the rest of us who maybe don't have the mental fortitude that Connor would have. Yeah. It's hard not to get, as well, bogged down in these little things. But um, no matter who he fights, anyway, I presume the 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 interest and the the the, the public want to see him. Yeah, still do the it same. Again. It's still going. It's going to be unwavering, you know. And if anything, yeah. it sets up the potential for that UFC two hundred, that big spectacle that they're all talking about in July. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, well. It, it just begs the question for this event because the UFC have now had um, two pullouts in a row from champions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, UFC 195 turned into a fight night show, so it wasn't mm. pay per view. Yeah. Um, and and that was for doing for Biso for doing and Cain Velasquez. Yeah. And now um, Rafael Desanos has pulled out. So it just begs the question now. This is obviously Connor's replacement. It's obviously going to be a non-title fight. Does Connor stay at main event status, or does he set aside for Holly Holm and Misha Tate to be bumped up as main eventers? The main event, yeah. yeah so it just begs that question. Yeah, I mean, it's all. Up I believe Connor's still the draw. So mm, I yeah, was say, I think the numbers. I think he should be main event. Yeah, because yeah. everyone is paying to see him. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know, it, it it presents a big problem to the UFC brass as well. You know what I mean? And it's you know, you know, it it, it does present a problem. But they're going to have to come up with something. You know, they're going to have to come up with some decision. Um, Say they're frantically trying to come up with something. frantically oh, is the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. frantically. Um, once again, I'm sure they said once they got the phone call, these damn Brazilians again let us down. You know? Yeah. I, I, you know, it's 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 amazing. Like to be so close to a fight. That, yeah. You know, like don't I know it's it's a contact sport, but it just seems like that close to fight to be training or sparring in such a way that you're putting yourself at risk well it that's his coaching team you know what I mean to allow mm. a fighter to go in full on full hard which also by the way is testament to the calibre of the fight fighting Conor McGregor you know what I mean yeah, yeah you know that his opponents have to go that extra 
mile they have to go you know go hard go physical yeah. go full on go harder go longer go faster to try and defeat Connor. you know what I mean it's Absolutely. the fourth, fourth opponent that has pulled out of Connors out That's of eight right. out of eight That's 50% it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's absolutely crazy. It's a crazy statistic. It, yeah. it follows the statistic, though, the last 15 months with UFC fights. There's been a ridiculous a amount of people, yeah. And it, 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 like, they have been trying to come up with their, in their new HQ in Las Vegas that they're building, um, an injury preve- prevention center where the likes of, say, Aldo pulled out last July with a bruised rib and nobody could tell if it was bruised. Yeah. Or, so, like, do, do the fighters report to Vegas, have a medical with, UFC's doctor to prove whether they're injured because yeah. yeah. people now newcomers to the sport since Connor what Danny likes to call BC before Connor yeah. um, <laughs> nice one Danny U- <laughs> UFC you BC. Have that one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you BC like newcomers yeah um, that I would talk to quite a bit are asking like they're only on board since the Connor train yeah so they're asking Jesus I don't know much about MMA, but there's a lot of pullouts in the sport yeah, with injuries yeah, and so and so. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy, but and again, and I suppose another thing that we were talking about Tony when you first came in was the fact that I mean Connor himself has had injuries and he's persevered nonetheless. I mean, yeah, he has. I mean, right down to believe it or believe it or not, I remember one of his fights where he had wisdom teeth pulled a couple of days before. That was before the br- fight. that was the brimage fight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, imagine having a wisdom tooth out and then still going, and you know, that was his UFC yeah. debut. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I had wisdom's teeth out, and uh, I could barely chew for about a week and a half afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine, imagine going into an octagon a couple of days yeah. after that. I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's mad. Like it's you know, then the ACL injury, the ACL, yeah. he fought through that. That was incredible. And the knee injury in the lead up to Aldo. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's it, it's. I know it's always going to be a hot topic, I suppose, because it is a contact sport and one thing and the other. But it, it is kind of unusual that you see kind of the complete package in somebody like Conor McGregor or. You know, there's other guys out there. Now, Michael Bisbing's another one who, who has fought yeah. through, through injuries before. And you kind of... Or, or Donald Cerrone, again, who is being touted as potentially being... That's right. His name is pump, in the hat yeah, now. Yeah, um, one of the few names, yeah. I'd say he's in the raffle to get the big money shot now. That's, you know... They're all lining up. But, um, they're all, I mean, it's a half a million pay, pay pots. And so who wouldn't, uh, that, who that, wouldn't that like they, a slice yeah, of that action? They'd never see that before. No. Never. No. I'd personally love to see Nate Diaz. And by the time this podcast goes out, we'll probably know. Yeah, I was yeah we will yeah. know. We will know by the time. If it is Nate Diaz, I'm going to ask Connor to give him a little something special. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Love it. seriously, yeah. I'd like him to give him just that something bit special. That's yeah. for, that's for for my old man. <laughs> it would be it would be un, I, I, That's the most appealing bow to me out of the list of Cerrone, Diaz, Avera, yeah. Nate Diaz. Yeah. The Diaz brothers are just hilarious, and I yeah. think. Don't get me wrong, I think Connor would use Nate Diaz as a punch bag once they're in the octagon, but the lead up to that fight the verbal would be more than, entertaining yeah, yeah. than the action. It would be the first time I think he'd have an opponent that, I'm not saying they'd be able to go toe to toe verbally with him, but it would be the first time they'd have an opponent that would engage with him. Yeah, yeah that would improperly engage, yeah. Would, yeah. You know, yeah. everybody else to this point has just been completely overwhelmed and overawed by him, but... I think Diaz Dustin Poirier Dustin Poirier oh, stop yeah. God bless Dustin yeah. the first press conference he was gone <laughs> just and fans him, yeah. were tweeting uh, Dustin's gone lads yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think Diaz he might be crass he might be crude but I think he'd at least try to make he'd have a verbal spat with him <laughs> exactly it'd, yeah, be enter, it'd be brilliant it'd sell tickets uh, exactly, it's yeah. what the fans want it's funny enough of the mental game Connor said to me that um, Aldo was the quickest to break mentally 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, In what really sense? Incredible. Just like, like at what stage? Or he, I don't know what. At what he just stage, said he was the quickest. It's amazing that he yeah. he picks up on those yeah. kind of things. Just, yeah. but that that entire thing with Aldo, like I mean, when you were sitting back, say, and watching that press tour, for example, and that, yeah. were you like? Was it a case of almost sitting back and just laughing, going? Yeah, sitting back laughing. I mean, I, I saw, uh, I saw um, Aldo. You know, uh, uh, I think it was the Mendes fight, and I've seen Aldo a few times in the ring. But he always gets dogs abuse off the Irish fans. The <laughs> Irish fans give him lacquery, You know, yeah. honestly, God, they re- he was even spooked by the Irish fans. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I saw him. I saw Aldo spooked at the ringside by Irish fans. In the at the Boston fight, was yeah, it? When at the Boston fight, when yeah. McGregor fought Saver, yeah. yeah. Remember the remember the day? Yeah, uh, he jumped the kind of jumped the, yeah, the, that's the right, ring. Yeah. yeah, that's still one of the you still although, see that. Although although was spooked even by the pre that fight, mm. although was spooked by the Irish fans. Honestly, yeah, it's incredible. Like, and that's the fight you had to stop. Yeah, I had to <laughs> jump in. But I, I said to Conor actually. I said to Conor after that. I said to him. I met him in the hotel a couple of days after. You know, and I said to him. Uh, Connor, I thought you were going to rip his throat out. He said, ah, no, not at all. He says, I, I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> Lord, it's brilliant. I said, well, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to crack his skull. And, then, and he yeah. went on to crack his jaw. His jaw. <laughs> Only took him 13 seconds <laughs> to do seconds. it. Yeah. Wow, what incredible. power on that left hook, man. That is incredible, that left hook. It was that left hook could stop the Lewis tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that could stop the Lewis tram in its tracks. I mean, honest to God, man. Absolutely, that, yeah. That, really that's the best truly. description of it I've heard. Yeah. I've heard so yeah. many, but that yeah, like myself and Graham are watching that in my house, and um, <laughs> I, I was like the, the you know the, the anticipation and, and the adrenaline yeah. and everything like that, and then for it to be over, so one devastating, yeah. just unbelievable, punch, no yeah. questions at all right. about it, the fashion of it, like. Yeah. But it was that exciting? Graham was trying to get up off the chair and we had to jump around. Like, well, I have to say, you know, amazing, you know, for a moment I forgot I couldn't stand. <laughs> and yeah. I was thinking, geez, Connor ne- nearly made me walk. <laughs> um, it was amazing. Just you know, I remember, you know, we were at the ringside just before the fight, and Margaret, my wife, said to me, she says, uh, I can't watch this. I said, look, stay. At yeah. least wait until, you know, no matter what, Margaret is his mother, you know what I mean? So yeah, she has. Yeah. This huge emotional attachment, obviously. So I said, "Look, at least stay for the walkout." So she said, "Okay." When the walkout happened, and within before we knew it was all over, so yeah. Margaret didn't have to leave. You know, yeah, there's a great clip of Margaret uh, in one of the montage clips. So that um, head bow down, where yeah. she's just like that. Yeah, yeah. and it it means so much now because of the result, but. Yeah. I just love that clip of her. Just yeah, that that was a good, good, good clip. Um, really good. Clip. You know, she still can't watch the fights. It's the simplest thing. You know, I don't yeah. think she'll ever get over that. She's an Irish mammy at the at the. I wheeled over her toes on the way to the Mendes. Did you? Fight. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even she, feel it. Don't she worry, was, She was coming in from the, the swimming pool, and I was on my way. Oh yeah, like, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, sorry, Margaret." And she was yeah. like, oh, "How are you, Graham?" Yeah. I was like, "Sorry about that." Yeah. <laughs> You well, you're part of the family now, Graham. You're in. You're in the documentary as well. We saw you in the documentary. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually. Um, I got. I did a piece with Sports Illustrated. This is an exclusive. This reveal is an exclusive. This is only last week, was it? This is a what's the story exclusive. This is only last week. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I think they might have went to you after me. Uh, they did come to me on the Saturday. Well, as it happened, yeah. As it happened, I was out that particular evening. And I missed them. Yeah. I was expecting to ring me on the Sunday. 
Yeah. But I was glad, really, they didn't, because I was fairly hungover. <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to conduct an interview. Anyway, you got the goddamn interview. Yeah, basically, well, you hear this, like, a friend of mine is a makeup artist for right. ESPN. Right. And she covers all the uh, tennis worldwide yeah. opens. Certainly, yeah. So she was in Melbourne, and she was doing the makeup of the second-in-command of sports, illustrated John Wertham. Right. And John was saying, oh, I'm, I'm sending a crew over to Dublin to do a piece on Conor McGregor. Yeah, I knew they were in town. Yeah. You, you don't know any fans, do you? And Fiona's like, oh, yeah, my friend is, is a big fan, and he, he's been, he goes to his away fights. And so she gave him my details, and he emailed me. But like we were emailing back and forth, and yeah. I wasn't sure that was going to happen. Yeah. But then his crew emailed me on the Thursday right. and said, look, we're really keen to... to to have you in this document this feature <coughs> um would you be around um friday night or yeah. or sorry it might be as late as us contacting you on friday night right uh, to do with friday late friday night or early saturday morning is that yeah. okay and i said yeah yeah whatever so i was sitting at home friday night watching the late late show as you do mm-hmm. and uh, they sent me an email at half 10 saying is it okay if you pop out to yours at nine? And I was like, to mine? <laughs> I was like, do you want to shoot it at my house? And they're like, yeah, if that's okay. So I was like, ma, is it all right, the lads? Mm-hmm. This American crew come in. So yeah. she cleaned the house frantically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they popped in to the house at about 10 o'clock, half nine on Saturday morning. Oh, Saturday morning. Thanks yeah. to God it wasn't me, Graham. You you got my slot. Thanks for that. You bailed me out there, man. I, I don't do half nines at all. So they were with Connor on friday just yeah. shooting them training warming mm-hmm. up and stuff yeah they interviewed me and it was kind of along the lines of what does what the white team connor means to the irish public and what yeah. they think of his detractors and um yeah. it was it was really good like it was yeah. they, they shot it in my room they had me lift out my irish flag that i bring to all the fights yeah. i got a painting done well sort of street art um a famous kind of uh graffiti artist in, mm-hmm. in Dublin a friend of mine gave me a gift of a, a portrait of Connor and it was still in the bubble wrap but the producer seen it and he's like here can we take yeah. that out and talk yeah. about it so I talked about that and uh, then they went off to interview Connor so I got your part Gar- you got my part yeah thanks you bailed me out I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> I got an extra few hours lie in you, you, you had to get I out I had to bed. get up on my weekend yeah, you had to get out <laughs> get out of bed um, yeah Hopefully it goes out anyway. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, I suppose like with all that going on, then Tony, you you still manage. You've got spotted yourself a couple of times, as you said, out and about fans. Yeah, warm to you, that kind of yeah. thing. But uh, your your Facebook is great crack as well. The photos and that you do, we post them from your travels out and about. Yeah. What was the story with the the German U boat or the? Well, I thought that was, that's an amazing piece of history. I was over uh, just after the New Year. I went to visit my sister and. Uh, in Liverpool, just on the River Mersey, they have a... Well, obviously, River Mersey have a huge uh, maritime museum yeah. over there, Albert Dock. And uh, on the other side of Liverpool, Merseyside, uh, they have a captured World War II U-boat, Nazi U-boat. Yeah. And it's on display for the public. So that actually was a slice of history, you know, and I, I was in, in awe of that, you know what I mean, to see yeah. this... this German U-boat whose sole purpose during the war was to destroy Allied shipping. Um, it was captured at the end of World War II. World War II just announced uh, that it was over. And this submarine, I think it was trying to evade capture in the last few days, is still secrecy shroud- shrouding the actual purpose of U-534, I think it was. 
Uh, they didn't know what it was doing. But anyway, it's trying to evade Allied capture. But the Allies captured it. Um, and they ca- captured the entire crew alive as well. 53 uh, German Navy personnel were on board. But I thought the thing, the thing was amazing. You know, they, it was um, submerged underwater for, for uh, 40 years or something. And they lifted it, brought it to the surface. So there's tons of silt in it and there was personal artifacts in it. And, um, you know, it was just fascinating. I was there, so we just took a few photographs of it, you know. Yeah, right now it would be a history book for myself. I'd I'd love a bit of history on World War II in particular. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying that I was like, I must ask about that one now. That yeah. fast. No, actually, you if know? you ever do go over to Liverpool, uh, Danny, I would recommend mm. a, a, a yeah. quick hop across to Mersey to Merseyside and see that. It just stands alone on its own. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not in any other part of a museum. You know, you, you just go to see that one thing. And they have quartered it, they've chopped it in quarters, so it's not one yeah, single so, submarine, yeah. you know, and you can't, you can't get in inside it. Mm. Uh, you can just take photographs. Photos are cool. You sent me the photos. Yeah, that, one of the photographs yeah. is it really cool. That was uh, where you see the torpedo hatches. Yeah, Jesus. That was, yeah, that that was a cool, cool photograph actually. Yeah. It, it's mad as well because they said like their sole purpose was literally to destroy yeah. alloy ships and all that kind of thing. So when you're looking, I suppose down the barrel of those yeah. torpedo hatches, yeah. known. Yeah, these are being loaded oh, yeah. and primed with one purpose and one purpose only, yeah. and that mm. was to destroy and take lives. Like so, it's crazy. You know? Devastation, mm. destruction. Yeah, that's yeah. what they were built for. It's amazing. Look, I'm yeah. I love history, man. History, yeah. It is like, like you, the way you say that there about the weapon. It's yeah. built to destroy. Yeah, yeah. And we're still like the weapon defense industry is a multi-trillion dollar company humans still haven't learned industry no that's it like we still haven't learned to love each other yet you know no it's i was watching on saturday um the last days of vietnam have you ever watched that documentary i haven't no that's unbelievable yeah where oh it's on netflix it's amazing yeah the last days of vietnam we always give uh give documentary recommendations by chance yeah we just go into that it just goes in yeah it's amazing isn't it yeah the last day the last days of vietnam it's on netflix and it just documents um, the ambassador to Vietnam and how we felt sorry for Vietnamese. And mm. um, a chopper came into the to the embassy grounds yeah. and it wanted to. The pilot's mission was to get the ambassador out. Right. Yeah. The ambassador wasn't moving. He put all Vietnamese before him. Before him, in about the 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 chopper did about. It wasn't a chopper as such. It was one of those two... Big Chinooks. Yeah, Chinooks. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. A Chinook. A Chinook did about uh, eight or nine stop, runs, runs yeah. and just were collecting Jeez, Vietnamese yeah. people. And if the ambassador only went uh, to the ship the next day. Yeah, wow. the aircraft carrier. Yeah. yeah, that's Crazy. iconic footage. Actually, that's it's iconic, iconic, iconic war footage. That is, I mean, mm. that was would would be when the Vietnamese were screaming at the gates to try and get in. You know, and jumping fair, the gates. Yeah, jumping the gates and the Marines trying to hold them back. And you know, it was the last ditch to get everything American off Vietnamese soil. Yeah. They knew the war was over then, didn't mm. they? You know, and actually, the aircraft carrier itself. They were jettisoning and tipping over helicopters and planes to make room for for people. You know what I mean? Wow. That's it. That, yeah. There's footage on oh, that yeah, document. Tipping over Unbelievable yeah. footage yeah. where the helicopter goes yeah. on on the ship. Yeah, and it's they're just toppled over, over the yeah. sea. Yeah. I was in wow. Vietnam, no Tony, way, yeah. and I went to those museums. Yeah. They are one of the best museums mm. 
yeah. on, on the earth. Yeah. You go in and they have all the Chinooks outside. Wow. Chinook. They have them all on the grounds of the museum. Yeah. Uh, they have the um, army tanks, all American. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before you go into the museum. And then the wow. museum is just full of interesting pictures. And what, what was very moving actually was there was a room and I had like, I had a warning, beware. Uh, images are quite graphic because of uh, Agent Orange. Is the, yeah. The orange acid that the Americans just threw all over yeah. Vietnamese They use that to civilians. deforest the jungle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it got a lot of the civilians. Oh, yeah. Um, and I went in and, oh my God, people to this day are still suffering, are still the, effects. suffering the effects of Agent wow. Orange. I think it's called Agent Orange. It is Agent yeah. Orange, yeah. I think their own military personnel actually sued them as well for that, you know what I mean? Because of the, of the long-term... Uh, Effects. Danger and effects yeah. of Agent Orange, yeah. But th- there's they have a there's another kind of you go you go on a day trip to uh, the Choo Choo tunnels. Coochie, yeah, the tunnels of Coochie, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Where yeah. um, there was a lot of Americans on air tour, right? And the little tunnels, as you can imagine, yeah. Vietnamese are tiny. Yeah. And um, the <laughs> the tour guide, the Vietnamese tour guide, goes, he was like, oh this this is tiny, this is tiny yeah. tunnel." We have to make this next one for Fat American. Yeah, so they can go down and have a look. Yeah. So they can go down and have yeah. a look. Now it's tunnel, I'll be going down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those tunnels are fascinating. I've never been, uh, You'd Graham, love it. but I'd love to go. Yeah, I've never been to them, but I know about the tunnels. Mm. I mean, they had hospitals down in those tunnels. and um, Believable. Yeah, and actually there was a unit uh, trained specifically, they were called the Tunnel Rats, to clear out those tunnels. You know, American, American uh, GIs went into the tunnels. It's amazing, man. We didn't, we didn't know any of this. Yeah. 45, yeah. That was their task, to clear out the tunnels. In actual fact, if you ever saw Platoon, the movie Platoon, mm. where you see um, William Defoe, he drops into one of the tunnels. He had his 45 in front of his torch, and you see him clearing out the tunnels. Yeah. It's in one of the scenes of, the, of that movie Platoon, which they only screened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, amazing. That Platoon's also well. on Netflix, because when you type in Vietnam, all the Vietnam yeah, films and documentaries come up. Yeah. Um, some great war movies. The, the Would you be big into the war movies yourself, Tom? I, I like uh, I like I like Vietnam and I like World War Two era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vietnam's quite scary, though, isn't it? It's it's weird. Like I said, I love history, but Vietnam is one of them I've only ever kind of dabbled. With. I've never actually said like like my bookshelf at home is literally like Irish history, World War Two, and then classics. So like the, the Roman Empire, Caesar, all that. I've never actually made the investment in time to actually sit down and read about the Vietnam War. You, like you, yeah. you automatically, when you read it and when you've been to Vietnam, you automatically become anti-America. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, it's man. just, there's no reason to yeah. go in there at all. Like yeah. this, yeah. yeah, oh yeah like I, I, I think I, communism I was the big bogey in the 60s, wasn't it? You yeah. know, I think That's America were fighting yeah. communism. They were killing people in America who were outed as communists. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Roman Polanski... Plans, yeah, Exported. and then uh, there's a film at the moment, uh, Trumbo, uh, about Dalton Trumbo. The uh, he's a Hollywood writer, and he was openly a member of the American Communist Party. But of course, because of the whole, as we we're saying, like yeah, they, they were, were witch hunted, absolutely, yeah. 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 So they're put on trial. He was imprisoned, all these kind of things. But just because started, of the belief, he yeah. started to write films yeah. under an alias, and he won. I think it was three Oscars in total. Um, two. No, I think my, all three of them might have been under the pseudonyms that he was using. Yeah. Like, yeah. So when it well, came to actually somebody them. picking up the Oscar, like he was sitting at home watching it on telly, celebrating with his family. And then 
uh, for one of them they just got some jouse out from the office to go up and pretend he was whatever yeah. this guy's name was so he, yeah, accept, he actually like, accepted it though how do you, like he accepted the Oscar promoted yeah well eventually yeah um, I think the, the way it kind of worked was that for many years there was kind of all this mystery surrounding it and kind of like who is it is it Dalton Trumbo and he just kind of went no is it oh, you know, he just played deadly. along to it like uh, Brian Cranston's in it from Breaking Bad and that. it's I've actually very good yeah. Brian Cranston's a brilliant actor yeah, as well, yeah. really really good film did you, you see when um, Marilyn Brando won the Oscar and he had a member of the yeah. Native Americans accept it in protest yeah he's like I'm not accepting it because of the film industry's yeah. refusal yeah. yeah I think you always get people protesting about anything anyway you know, yeah. there's always someone that will pop their head up and say well, well yeah, I'm actually against this and I'm mm. against that yeah. You know? yeah. some, of the th- some, some of the things like that I find admirable though Oh yeah, there's no question about it. You know, mm. some of them are admirable, but um, you know, you know, I, I think as humans we have the right to protest, really, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I suppose yeah, it's kind of mad. Like a hundred years out, nineteen sixteen, and you see some of the protests going on around the country at the moment on the doorstep of elections and whatnot, and you yeah. see some of them protests are gathering momentum. I guess mm. one way of putting it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. The, actually, another documentary speaking of nineteen sixteen is the RTE one that's on now with Liam Neeson narrating. Have either of you been watching that? I haven't. No. I have been watching it. Yeah, it's very good. There's some great footage as the well. The footage is rare, breathtaking. Footage, yeah. yeah, isn't it? It really is. Some of the interviews, like yeah, yeah, of participants. Yeah, really good stuff. It's an interesting time, but it was the birth of a new nation, really, mm. wasn't it? You know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, mean, I mean, when was Ireland? I don't think Ireland was ever. Uh, Unfree up to 1916, was it? Uh, no, uh, no, because I suppose before that you had... Like, we had 800 king. years of colonialism. Exactly, yeah, 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 pretty much. And then you had yeah. kings and high kings yeah. and all that sort of yeah. thing. And it was never a republic, so to speak, until yeah. they declared yeah. that on the steps of the GPO. Like, yeah, you they know? proclaimed that 1916. The, the footage, though, on that is remarkable. Yeah, some brilliant yeah. footage, you know. The, the, I think the, the, feed, the documentary is made in cooperation with some college. Right, yeah. So the college, I think, has all the footage. But somebody, in, like Thomas Clark's wife and yeah. all, Amazing, being interviewed, yeah. and James Connolly's son yeah. from 1950s. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I strongly recommend you check there. Yeah, it, it is good. It is very prayer. good, yeah. Liam Neeson adds that, uh, adds something to it. Yeah. He adds, the, I don't know what it is. He has a kind of grit or something about him, doesn't he? Yeah. It makes him that almost tangible in, in some ways. Yeah, like, big you know, time. He's... He's a great character all the same. Like he's he's uh Yeah, he's a very foreboding figure, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's big, he's tall, he's you know he can command an audience. Absolutely, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's even Yeah, he has that persona about him, big you know. Time. Yeah. Even in, in when he started as Michael Collins in that film, even like he played a great part. I was now, gonna yeah. say, like for some people as well, like younger people who have only seen the film and wouldn't maybe know much about history, yeah. that's the image of Collins they have, what was yeah. projected by Liam Neeson, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. I was in Dublin City actually when they were filming some of the scenes for that Michael Collins. That was a big blockbuster movie that was actually. And one of the scenes, I was just walking down Dame Street just at Dublin Castle there. You know where Dublin Castle and City Hall and Parliament Street. I was right at that corner there. And all that road now is Tarmacadam, right? Uh, But they had put down these big sheets of rubber uh, cobble lock. So you've seen the horse and carriage coming down Dame Street up towards Lord Edward Street silently because it's on rubber cobble lock. That's mad. Max. Yeah. 
big cobble lock mats, you know what I mean? But they pull in the sound after of the yeah. horse clip clopping along the along the cobble locks. Yeah. It was silent. It was a bit eerie to look at actually. Yeah, because <laughs> there was no noise. Yeah. You yeah. see this big grand horse and carriage come racing up the hill, and then it just hits silent cobble rubber cobble locks. That's mad. Do you ever see mad. how they, they they make them sounds actually? No. Like it's they're called foley artists, right? These yeah. guys who make the sound effects, and their specific job they're brought in by like uh, uh, movie organizations and that. And their specific job is to make the sounds that they want. So like, it's going to, do you ever see that thing in The Simpsons where they're like, uh, they're like, why have you got them cats t- taped together or whatever? He's like, oh yeah, it looks like a horse on TV. And they're like, what if you want to use an actual horse? Oh, we just paint a cow. Yeah. So that kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, For yeah, sound yeah. effects, it's almost similar in the sense that they can't use sometimes the direct sound because it just doesn't work. Yeah. So, for like making that noise like the yeah, horse yeah, on, no, on no, cobble exactly, and all yeah, that yeah. they use like empty coconut shells yeah and hit them off mahogany wood it's mad like it's wow. it's <laughs> i can do i can do a train from foley sound actually fo- the the name foley comes from an irish man because he invented that system yeah of sound reproduction yeah how yeah. do you know you're a wealth of knowledge no honestly have you ha- have you had a newspaper handy right here right now i could g- do the sound of a train <laughs> Honestly. Have you got a newspaper? I wish I did. No, I wish I did, though. That's amazing. I'll show you, I'll show you after this interview, right? Yeah. Get a newspaper, and it's deadly. Really <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I was actually on Fair City, lads, just to point that out. We yeah. know, Graham. You were watching your... We were watching you. We were glued to the TV sets. <laughs> Connor actually liked it on, on my Facebook Did page. Did he? Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I've been a fan of Fair City since day one. I love Fair City. Now, the storylines, like most soaps, they dip in and out with. At the yeah. moment... <laughs> I think the storyline's gone a bit bland now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they need me back, don't they? They need you back. <laughs> bring Wayne. back Rocco. Gonna, yeah, bring back bring back Rocco, yeah. Um, has to come back. But we, we played the, the basketball match scene uh, yeah, was done and then they had us just clattering each other to make the sounds whilst not playing a match. Yeah, well, there you go, back to the Foley sound yeah, again. Yeah, it's the yeah, Foley yeah, 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 it rings a bell. It's amazing, like, it's, I, I used to do bits out in Today FM um I think I think actually, I think it was Ray Foley himself that had somebody in. I don't think it was the Ray Darcy show at the time. I think right, and uh, and like that they, they had somebody on, and that's they were like, all right, you want you to make and just start listening sounds. Your mom's like, all right, and she just grabs stuff and yeah. start doing it, and you're like, how are they doing this? That's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like the, that's so interesting. But, but I think actually, I think uh, they've actually progressed from that anyway. Now they have it all on computer now. Yeah, yeah computer computer But the origins was you know it was. From coconut shells and all that tin stuff, yeah. cans and all that. Yeah. Rain was on a, on a washboard. That's, yeah, that's and right, yeah. Thunder and lightning, yeah. But Foley was the Irish guy that invented that sound system. Would you believe that? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. That's, didn't know that. that's amazing. Yeah. Learning, learning new things all the time here. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even um, in the scene, uh, someone's wheelchair wheel tyre burst. Yeah. But they didn't use the actual natural sound. Yeah. They just they recreated pumped, up, it, they yeah. pumped up a balloon. Yeah. And, and just let it explode. Well, there you are, you see. Man, that's man, the folly sound of the No, I do, I have to say, I do like Fair City. Um, I know some of the guys, Eric Lawler pr- pr- played a great part as well, along with Don Baker. Oh, that was, yeah. that was an excellent storyline. That, yeah, story that was a good storyline. That was a good storyline. I know Dave O'Sullivan, he plays one of the characters as well. Um, Who's Dave play? Dave plays, uh, he's the courier now. He owns the courier company. Oh, I don't know his character Deco. name. Deco. He oh, yeah. plays Deco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I think actually Deco's sister, I don't know her name, I think she's a very talented actress as well. Oh, the, yeah, the, uh, the bishop. Yeah. Yeah, she's excellent. What's her yeah. name? I don't know her character name and I don't know her first name, but 
She is a brilliant actor, I have to say. I really like her. She is a, I think she's going to go go a long way. I'm going to have to start right. watching first. No, seriously, it is good. Yeah. But as good, I said, like all, like all songs, they, they dip in and out of good storylines and good yeah. plots. You know? Why would you want to watch a soap across the water when you have your own? Oh, well, I don't. Yeah. That's my point. That's, I, I, don't, I don't watch any, so I'm very... <laughs> I've right, Danny, look, it. man, you're going to have to watch uh, First City. That's right? it, oh, yeah. We, 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 we fly the flag down. for First City. <laughs> um, I miss Zumo, Bishop. Zumo? Yeah, I miss him. Bring him back. Zumo, yeah. That was a great storyline with yeah. his dad. Yeah, that was good. He's a Rings End man as well. Andy Connolly. Really? Yeah, he played a father, yeah. I, d- I didn't like that. He's header. a well-established actor as well. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff over the years, you know. In theatre and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the header storyline recently. Uh, a bit of controversy, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that did provoke controversy, but I suppose that's what's so... What happened? What happened in oh, it? It was a sort of love thingy, and uh, I think Psycho. the character's a bit warped anyway, isn't she? Yeah. Um, the mother, uh, she had a daughter who she was drugging just to get the attention of the local oh, doctor, Jesus the Christ. local GP. Anyway, it got a bit, it got a bit heavy, the story. Yeah, was I was going to say, it does sound a bit kind of dark yeah, and heavy. It was right, dark, yeah. it was heavy. Not the easiest to... Digest while you're eating your dinner. No, my mum stopped watching because of it. Did she? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, no, people do get affected by it, you know. Yeah. I got me mum involved during the uh, Mrs. Bishop uh, abuse. Remember, the dad was. The physical abuse. The physical at home. abuse yeah, of it. Yeah. She got glued into yeah. it. She that was a pretty heavy line as it well. Was. It was. It was good though. It was acted yeah. brilliantly. Yeah, it was. It was really good. And that's where that girl, the daughter, came into it as well. She played What's a great part during that as well, it? you know. Jesus. Yeah, and forget the daughter's name. Oh no! Watch it. I have it on Sky Plus and all. Yeah. Do you actually have series linked? Absolutely. On your mad thing. Um, I, I watch it on player. Yeah. Yeah. The RTE player is a great, great app. Nah, yeah, Just I do like them. That's. I don't watch TV when it's on. If yeah. You, I watch everything now on catch yeah, up. Yeah, you can on watch the news and you know the everything most just box sets yeah. and everything now. Just like I'm with Netflix and that. I just watch everything in a yeah. series now. And yeah. There's bre- bre- breaking like, breaking news. Um, um, Nate Diaz, coach, has just sent out on social media. It's going down. We got the fight. So, so Nate Diaz. So Nate, Nate Diaz. Diaz. But nothing confirmed. Nothing confirmed. That's so just the coach. Yeah. yeah. Could be. That's just well, as mean. I say, if it's Diaz, I'm going to ask Connor to give him a little something special. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Honestly. I hope it's Diaz, because that'll soften the, the blow yeah. about paying that money to go over. Well, the yeah, last time a Brazilian pulled out, I think I actually think the Irish fans won. Won out there. Oh, we got the Mendes yeah. fight. And the second that that Mendes fight was over, we had the Aldo fight back on. Yeah, the only right. thing about this one is, it's not going to be a title fight. Yeah, it's, That's true, yeah. You know, but I suppose the only thing is that the Diaz fight was something that I suppose they were rumouring anyway um, yeah. and I I, no, I don't know if it's true but I certainly heard that um, the the Diaz fight was initially offered or the the Sanyos fight but obviously you take the title fight and Connor was dead right to take yeah. the title fight too you know? um, but again yeah look I, I think he'll make light work of Diaz I think another first round uh, to be honest I think he'd make light work of all <laughs> the lads that have been yeah. Look, Pettis. listen, you know, you look back on it now, seriously, he went through the 145 division like a hot knife through butter. I mean, there was no opposition there from whatsoever. I don't even think yeah. anyone put up a fight, actually. When you actually look at the fights, mm. Brimage, 67 seconds, Holloway, 
that went the distance because Connor uh, his knee, yeah, his knee yeah, was the biggest through. problem with that he had one, to yeah. change and adapt his style of fighting he took it to the ground and held Holloway on the ground and nobody gives him credit for taking it to the ground yeah, well, that's I true, thought yeah. of all the fights that was amazing to change through pain is unbelievable mm. I've done my ACL and that's I cried oh, like yeah. do you know what I mean no. so I mean but, you um, Roy Keane well, once again, the word, the word uh, you know, excruciating comes from your cruciate ligaments. Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, so it's intense, agonising pain. And as you said, the, the other beauty as well of when we got the, the Mendez fight last year, it put to bed that wrestler question. Exactly. And that was beautiful yes. to see. Like, put you know? it to bed. And, it was, it and was, that, was a, that was a spectacle as well, that fight. Oh, it was amazing, yeah. I have to say. It's only after I realised that was actually fight science. You know the way yeah. he broke down his opponent, the way mm. Connor broke Mendes down. That was that was body kicks, man. <laughs> the body that kicks. really was. No. How he said it, like yeah. yeah I remember. It's I remarkable. Remember ta- I remember talking to some fans from Cork who made a trip from Cork, and I was talking to them uh, the day after the fight, just by the poolside in um, in Vegas in the MGM, and the whole lot of us were actually in awe of the fight. The more yeah. we actually thought about the fight, we didn't realize what we were witnessing at the time. We were witnessing. Fight science. Absolutely. And that's the yeah. only way I could describe yeah. it. Like, I remember sitting there and <laughs> my brother, God bless him, was trying to actually talk to me during the fight, saying, he needs to do this. Oh, man, what's what's happening now? And, yeah. and I was just shushing him and almost yeah. put my hand on his face yeah. and say, stop, I, can't, I have to just. Yeah. But trying to take everything in at that moment of time, you said, you can't because you're so caught up in caught it. Up and in the, in the, the, the emotion exactly. of the moment. And then, yeah. When when he landed that shot to floor him, like oh man, that left hook was, again, that beauty comes oh, out, just comes out. You know what I mean? It's incredible. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. so who did we got? We had Brimage for us, right? That was sixty-seven yeah, Brimage, seconds. Yeah. After that, who? Holloway. Holloway. It was Holloway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that went to distance because of the cruciate ligament. I would actually put that down to two two rounds. Forget about the cruciate ligament. Yeah. Holloway yeah. was gone there as well, right? Brando. Brando, that was fabulous. That was in the O2 on the three arena. I think he could have finished that sound. I think he yeah. just wanted to give the Irish fans yeah. a little more. Again, that yeah. left hook. That, that was destroyed Brando. It was about four minutes. One was four round him to bed on that one. Yeah. Right, Poirier. the next one. Poirier. Poirier. We thought he would be a bit stiffer. He collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. Collapsed, yeah. First round. Seaver. Seaver. Big blocky East German or German guy. Yeah. He didn't put up anything at all. He put nope. up nothing, no defence whatsoever. He I collapsed. He was gone in the first round. Sounds like I think he, he just made, to made it to the bell. Yeah, Mendes, where yeah. we just talked about. Yeah, sp- uh, science. That was yeah. fight science. Yeah, Aldo, Aldo, man who hadn't been beaten um, in ten years is decimated in thirteen seconds. Yeah, nearly made me that walk. left hook again. That that left sledgehammer to yeah. the lower mandible. So who's the eighth going to be? Well, this well, is going to be Diaz. Eight ball, yeah. <laughs> If it's going to be Diaz, lads, it's going to be another first round. Word of the time. street at the moment, unconfirmed, is Diaz, Nate Diaz. Yeah. yeah. And that'll be a one-rounder. One-rounder, yeah. yeah. It's just... Punch bag. <laughs> Diaz yeah. just takes too much punishment. Mm. And to go in with someone... Connor in a lightweight? Are you kidding me? He's a, he's, he'll be yeah. a monster for Diaz. Like. Yeah. There's no... He's looking, he's huge. I mean, I saw him the, the night he was leaving to yeah. go over to the US there. Man, he's big. He is big. Mm-hmm. You know? Do, do, for you, do, you know what, do you know what way he was going over? I don't know, Graham. No. No. Yeah. No. For, for you, when you were watching, especially with the weight cut, and you see, especially his face gets oh, yeah. very drawn out, yeah, do you, do you would all yeah. go, jeez, I'm a little bit worried at all? Or? I remember the first time I saw him, uh, um, uh, the... Uh, the um, 
the first his debut fight was what's his well, name Brimage Brimage yeah. yeah when I saw him on the way and I thought oh boy wow I thought he looked alright at the Brimage fight uh, he looked to me you know you know, you, you could see the weight loss in his face Yeah, mm-hmm. but he, bring, he puts it back on right away then yeah. you know what I mean yeah, after the yeah. fight now, you know back on but for his family who look at him, you know, uh, it's we call it the hunger strike look. He, he definitely has, he has <laughs> the, the, Bobby the gaunt, look. yeah, That's he has it, the yeah. gaunt God look of a hunger striker, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but, but he, I mean, he can put it back on rapidly. You know what I mean? That That's, he seems to refuel yeah. so well yeah. because the. Like as I said, you see the difference when he steps in that scale. Yeah. He can look quite gaunt, as you yeah. said, and but then when you see him the next day, you can see the difference, and he looks like he has bags of energy. Oh, yeah. stop. But D is brilliant. You know? D, D is brilliant. You know his, yeah. uh, his mm. partner. She's great yeah. for the cooking and menus and all that. You know what I mean? She she's really keeps gonna, it tight. You know what I mean? I was going to ask you about that. You kind of see, and I don't know if you watch them yourself. You know, like the the UFC embedded videos yeah, that they do, and you do, see yeah. like that. She's writing on his uh, yeah. water drugs like a new oh, message yeah. every day she, and all these kind of she things. She has it down like to an art as well. Yeah. Uh, and then the last fight, I think he took on a special nutritionist, you know what I mean? Mm. He's, he's always had these yeah. these people on board anyway. He has who he wants to have in his corner, you know. He has the best. In the business. Uh, the best in the business, yeah. John, yeah. John Cabinet, without doubt, the best coach at the moment. His I stock is John just rising. Yeah, his stock just rises and rises. Yeah. Like, it's incredible, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and it's a great f- success story, even from a business level. Yeah. I mean, we were in the height of a recession here, and here's John opening one of the biggest uh, gyms in Europe, you know what I mean? I'm making a success of it as well, you know, with yeah. no sponsorship, no government funding, no sport aid, no nothing, yeah. you know what I mean? It was solely I, through determination, grit and determination. Yeah. I always had And vision, by the way, and vision. Hmm. Absolutely, and yeah. the balls to do it. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, balls plays a huge part in it too, being able to say, do you know what, I'm doing it. And, but I always, for people who don't realise or see how far this sport has come in this country and how much we're all guys like John and Connor and Ashling Daly and yeah, Cal Pendred, all these people, the, the, almost the pioneers within this country, yeah. how far the sport has come. Like, we just go, look at the last time the UFC was here before Conor Farber and Dale, back in 2009, and on the national broadcaster, not just any radio station, but on RTE, the national broadcaster, on Live Lion, which is one of the most listened to shows in the mm-hmm. country, you had people ringing into Joe Duffy saying, you know, that this is, people have died in this voice. And it's barbaric, it's Joe. Bar- it's barbaric, yeah. and all these, yeah. like, complete ignorance to the sport and, yeah. and to, to it. And yeah. now you look at the momentum. RTE themselves followed Connor around, they've made documentaries, they yeah. constantly show. TV3 have a contract with the UFC to show the fights now on time delay. That's a different level. Like when you look at that and all that is, as you said, it's down to the likes of John and the likes of Conor and that who... They had that vision and they never let go of that vision. They had the dream and they never let go of the dream. It's a feel-good story. It is a feel-good and it's something I touched with the, the crew the other week about, you know, there was a time and possibly during the recession where teenagers... (laughs) <laughs> didn't really have any aspirations. They were just playing the Xbox. Yeah. They were just yeah. sitting in the house. Staying up before I Staying am. at home. Doing Sleeping all day. Nothing. I but now Connor is... Pu- and it's it's not only just teenagers. It's it, Like, there's people in my job mm-hmm. who talk about them who haven't got a clue about yeah. MMA. Yeah. But they're all glued in. My granddad rang me today. Is the fight off? You're, you're going over <laughs> again. 
my brother running a muck. Uh, yeah. Text <laughs> my phone was hopping today with yeah, people yeah, yeah. that wouldn't have happened no, before. Like two no, no, no. years ago, that my own, would have happened. Yeah. My own girlfriend's an example. She's no interest at, at all, and like she comes from Russia, where you know, like manly sports and physical yeah. sports, and that would be right up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her, her dad's wrestling a, bears. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, her dad's a big boxing fan, a big ice hockey fan, all that. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? She's no interest in that at all. But the second you mentioned Conor McGregor, she's yeah. like, "Oh, is that on telly now?" Or you know what I mean? She wants yeah. to know yeah. because it captivates. It's yeah. it's Ta- incredible. Like. Tony, it's, it's the first time in years that you. It's ha- great, actually. Sport can galvanize a nation. Ah. You know what I mean? Seriously, it actually, yeah. You know, no, that's, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. This this country just like we always just want a sport sporting yeah. hero to clinch onto. Yeah. You know, yeah. for hope, whether that be yeah. to go out and socialize. Yeah. Whatever way it means it's just it's positive yeah it does buoy up the spirit of the of the nation and it's a pity it's a pity that um the nation only gets behind the amateur boxers every four years because to be honest it's the only thing that they can yeah true yeah like the the olympics is huge it's always been huge and you know the the nation doesn't really get behind the european championships or amateur boxing under world championships Mm -hmm. because the national broadcaster doesn't be at it yeah, they they mm. they might print it. They don't cover an, yeah. an hour yeah. after the result or whatever. Yeah. But what I was going to say to you there, Tony, is it's the first Christmas just gone that he's had with Connor properly that he wasn't weight cutting. That's right. Yeah. How was that? Yeah. Well, it was great to have him. Great to have him uh, for Christmas. He doesn't live with us anymore. He has his own place now. Doesn't uh, live in the attic. No, he doesn't live. In, that wasn't bad. Now it suited him well. You know, he had his own ensuite up there, walk-in wardrobes. And uh, it suited him. He had access to the kitchen whenever he wanted. You know, he lived up the top of the house. He never yeah. bothered us anyway. But um, we had him over for Christmas dinner. We had Christmas dinner, uh, traditional dinner in our house. And it was great to see him, you know. Are you at Sprouts, man? Oh, traditional, yeah. Oh, yeah, turkey, oh, uh, roast potatoes, sprouts. Ah, oh, Jesus, no. Yeah, no, so actually, <laughs> actually, Dee does a lovely sprout, Brussels sprout dish. We don't just boil them. Danny, oh, no, no, we, right. do our, okay. we do our sprout special. I'm sorry. We'll probably invite you up next year. No, yeah. <laughs> D, actually, if you, if you see D, ask her, how does she cook our Brussels sprouts? We don't boil them. Okay. Maybe that's where we're going wrong. We're going yeah. Yeah. Just going over the I, I, No, I, I have to say, I do like sprouts. Sprout, sprouts yeah. are one of those vegetables. It's, you know, it's like marmite. You know. Yeah. I love them I hate them yeah, I'll be in the days and say hey D how do you cook your <laughs> yeah, <still>. Tony was <laughs> saying but uh, no we had traditional Christmas dinner in our house and Connor was there you know so we had a good good Christmas this year yeah. I remember one year actually uh, one Christmas um, Christmas day when he was fighting for his second title against Bushinger remember that one yeah New Year's Eve New Year's Eve Cage Warriors so that was Cage Warriors so he would have been making weight for that a week out yeah a week a couple of weeks out even so Christmas Day three o'clock it was a cold Christmas Day yeah. that year I think it was two twelve yeah it was, 2-12. It was Christmas Day yeah. two twelve and I remember we were all sitting down for Christmas dinner we had all our big the big the big full on dinner you know yeah. Uh, the turkey, the vegetables, the desserts. We had champagne. We had the whole. Lot. And I remember, then. I remember Connor slipping out of the house un, unannounced and unknown, just slipped out on the quiet, and he was going down to open up the gym on his own. No one in the gym. He had his, the key to the gym. He was going to turn on the lights in a cold gym on Christmas Day, and uh, yeah. So that that is dedication. You know, he That's was down there then for a few hours. A week out before a fight as well. A week Jeez. out before a fight. 
and clever then, out and then like, and then the New Year's Eve he had that big victory against Bushinger yeah. again back to that left hook incredible yeah that was an incredible uh, incredible fight as well that was his second fight and that was that was his launch into the UFC because yeah. mm. I think by February then he signed the contract he signed for the UFC in, in April then yeah. that's when he made his debut April yeah. he made his debut incredible like. in Stockholm yeah that was great, and I remember I remember seeing uh, you know just a few pockets of fans here and there, you know two here, five there, seven mm. here, another two there, you know just scattered around the arena. Yeah. Everyone says they were there though that night. Everyone That's says they were there. Say, Don't yeah. worry, we have it on photograph. On <laughs> yeah. We have it on file. We'll check them out. That's but there were some people. I remember I met two brothers from from Dundrum actually. You know, yeah. they were standing there with the tricolor around the shoulder. You know. They weren't making much much of a fuss, but they were there. They were part of it as well. You know? Yeah, it's incredible that wasn't like the, the the support even then was there. And now, yeah. when you look at when he fights, you don't see anything in the arena but green, white, and orange. It's all green and white and orange, yeah. and that's that's in Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that's in <laughs> Vegas. Vegas. Wow. Well, that scene, remember the escalator scene uh, after the weigh in. Oh, that that was incredible yeah. as well. That was that was great. That was brilliant. That was. Um, I was lifted up after the well, yeah, yeah. fight. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in the I remember we were shepherded out. We came out into the hall that time. We saw all the uh, the fans going up and down on the escalator, singing. Yeah. There's only one Conor McGregor, yeah. so the staff spirited us out the side <laughs> entrance. You know, but we saw it then on on film after, on footage after. Yeah. That was that was good footage as well. That was. What's he like when he looks at all those all the images? Oh, oh, yeah, he gets a great great buzz out as yeah. well. You know. He does a lot for the fans as well, you know. Like he's aware of the yeah. fans, you know. He's aware that they're there to support him. Even his own buddies, actually, he has a he has a core support from day one. Mm. You know, his 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 buddies from Crumlin and, and Drimland, they were the best guys you'd ever meet. Sir, really I was I was on their travel. flight going over in yeah. July. I mean, they're yeah, they're yeah, the best guys yeah. you'd ever meet. You know, the honest to goodness working guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you, as you say, you do even here. So even just this past week, you heard or uh, you're seeing uh, stuff on social media. I, I can't remember that the. the the girl's name who mm. posted it, but the wheelchair saying, user. Yeah, that's the. the hair oh yeah, so that was in Galway. Yeah, right. yeah, he and broke uh, away and you know made his way over. Exactly, made to the say hello yeah. over and that. Yeah, like yeah. little small things like that. They yeah. might seem almost insignificant, but I mean, that when you look at your man is over the moon with that. Like, I was yeah. gonna say, but when you look at that in context too, look. Let's be honest. There is no bigger Irish sports star. At the moment, at the moment, and yeah. arguably ever, like the, like yeah. he, it's it's out of this world, the stratospheric, the Roy is a Conor McGregor. Yeah. So when you see little things like that, little pockets of th- these appreciation, yeah, yeah you know, so fans, so yeah. human and, and just that down to earth, that yeah. good, just decent, well, that couple like, actually, you know? those fans in Galway, that uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, they actually think got out of their bed when they heard Conor was in town. Yeah. That's, yeah. To see to see if they could get they could, a, get could a glimpse of him. Yeah. They would have been happy with that, you know. Which is which in itself is. But amazing, then yeah. then the, the the girl made contact with Conor and said, "Listen, my boyfriend is over in her pajamas. Here. Yeah, in her pajamas, and that's how he, uh, Conor said he remarked on her pajamas. I, li- I like her pajamas, and uh, she said, "My boyfriend's over here. He's in a wheelchair. Can he come over and say hello?" And he broke away. You know, said hello and had a few words and. Know, that's like, that's when I met Connor. He touched me biceps. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the helix. No, well, you're famous anyway, Graham. You know what I mean? so, you know, we're just talking about ordinary people now. You know, <laughs> we're not talking about Hollywood uh, we're talking about stars. About you know, two, two celebs rubbing shoulders. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? What I love and what I've this is a whole obviously Connor Love in, but what I love and is rightfully so, rightfully so, the king. <laughs> 
But what I love is when he takes a selfie with a fan and he says thank you to the fan. Yeah. What's yeah. like, <laughs> you don't hear that. I, yeah, in comparison, really, yeah. like yeah. there was, a, I seen a clip online the other day, Manchester United were playing in Denmark or was it Denmark? Yeah, they in were. In the Europa yeah, League. Uh, Michelin. And there was a nine-year-old or eight-year-old or whatever and he was at the airport. He had made this collage or something. He made, you didn't get to see it, but he made something. Yeah fan related or sports related mm-hmm. and it was Louis van Gaal and he, he seen Louis van Gaal and he was so excited to see yeah. Louis van Gaal and uh, Louis van Gaal was, was kind of not ignoring him but was he kind of got appreciative towards the end where he's yeah. like oh you, you put a lot of effort into that and the kid's like yeah yes Louis and the other players are walking by and the kid is calling the other players and the other players are just walking by him mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. it's just like come on lads yeah, it's, it's the yeah. one thing with UFC fighters is that they're so accessible to the fans, and they'll let, I've never seen them reject anybody. It's, but I think the whole Connor tanking people, yeah, when yeah. he's taking selfies with them is just. I've only crazy. I've only ever seen something along those lines once before myself, um, outside of UFC fighters, because I do think there's a lot to be said for the model they have in terms of access that fans get to meeting yeah. the fighters, and that yeah. it's amazing. Like, and I've yet to have a bad experience in meeting a fighter. Like, even when we we were over there and we met a load of fighters after weigh-ins, like, these are guys... Yeah, they had that, the Q&As going. are good as well, yeah. They're brilliant. Yeah. Like, we, we yeah. were lucky enough that we kind of hung around a bit and we, we got to meet a lot of guys who, they're just after making weight. They probably really just want to get back to the room yeah. and start that rehydrating mm-hmm. process. Like, Cowboy Cerrone was drained the, to yeah, bits when we went Cowboys, where you could actually see his eyes were sunken in and everything. It was a tough wow. wake-up. But like that, you had the time. He came yeah. over to us. Chris Weidman, who was the champion at Near the time. Near rejection, but it was his handlers. I was going to say, his hand, he had a broken arm, his handlers were trying yeah. to push him out, and he was like, these guys have come all the way from Ireland, give me a minute, yeah. and you know. Yeah. But um, outside the UC, the only other person, and I'm saying this as a fanboy, and I'd say this proudly as a 28-year-old absolute fanboy, the only other person who I've seen give that kind of appreciation back to people is Brian O'Driscoll. Fog, I was, yeah. yeah, I was fortunate enough to meet him, and I... Uh, yeah. We got a program signed from his last match for Ireland, and I said thanks to him, and he said thanks back to me. But then there was a little kid there who didn't have anything to get signed; he just wanted a photo. And of course, it was Brian. He was like, "Oh my God, thanks, Brian. Thanks." He was like, "No, thank you." You yeah. know, like yeah, Brian like that, you know? nice, Yeah. But um, did you ever see the Colin Farrell clip where TMZ are asking him, "Hey, Colin, what do you think of Conor McGregor?" Yeah, saw that. And Colin yeah. is like, "Oh, he's just brilliant. He's amazing." And yeah. he's signing autographs as he's responding. And it's outside of railings. And then a woman in a wheelchair is like, can I get a photograph? And he's like, absolutely, darling. Abs-. Take, jumps over the, the guard rail. Yeah, and yeah. He, he Obviously, he thanks her. And mm. just, like, yeah. th- I think people in the public eye just have to remember why they're in the public eye at times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's be- Sometimes it's... They're great yeah. ambassadors. They're great. Oh, stop. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think... Um, yeah, I, I just think Connor saying thank you to everyone for taking photos is crazy. Yeah, when he, they should be thanking him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they um, should bail. Money joking. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah, money joking. Um, Tony, we're nearly out of time with you. Yeah, um, and we've covered a lot of things. But definitely one of the questions I was asked to ask you yeah. was. Do you give Connor the fashion advice or does he give you the fashion advice? Who rules the loose? <laughs> well, as I said else? before, uh, well, I was here first, you know. <laughs> um, he has style. There's no question he has style. <laughs> but um, you don't acquire cool. You're born with cool. Love it. <laughs> Love it. 
Kaboom! Do you see the, the, bookie, the bookies now take bets on what Cutter, Connor's toy, no way. toy is going to be at the post-fight <laughs> oh, rest that's, that's incredible. Like, but that's like, he, I think he wore Burgundy the last time, and I think Burgundy was like 6-1. to one. Well, there you go. That's amazing. Like, that's, yeah. So give us a text, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. That's it. I was also asked about the Diablo. How's oh, the, yes. How's the oh, Diablo? The Diablo is outside now at the moment, man. The Diablo is, actually, full term is the Diablo Negra. Oh. Black Devil. <laughs> <laughs> only, cool. only the friends get the call at the Diablo for sure, doesn't yeah, it? Is that Diablo how sure. it's I, I heard you on a, on a radio station saying you've all got Diablos. No, I I got a Diablo. Oh, we sorry. all got BMWs. Oh, okay. I have Apologies. the Diablo. There's only one Diablo, and it's mine. <laughs> no one's getting it. <laughs> Love it. The Love Diablo it. stays with me. Yeah. Brilliant. That was great generosity, wasn't it, to give you something? Incredible. I remember when he pulled up... Um, I was driving a BMW at the time as well. I'm mm-hmm. a big BMW fan. I've been driving BMWs for a long time. And... Um, uh, when he, the night he came home, I was told, get home here quick. Get home. I was like, what the hell? So at the time, I think it was a 10-year-old beam. It was still in great condition. It was three series. I called that one the silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I always give names for these things, you know. But anyway, uh, I saw this, these two, two, two cars come around the corner, and I thought it was sort of a chauffeur uh, entourage, you know. And the car stopped aside. I knew Connor was in, but I thought it was being chauffeured in these big cars, you know. So... I walked out of the driveway and the passenger window was rolled down, you know, yeah. and Connor was driving. I said, oh, welcome home, man. He says, do you like the car? I said, yeah, it's a lovely car. He said, sit in. I sat into the passenger seat and he pulls up the window and he says, it's yours. I said, what? He says, yeah, the BMW is yours. You can have it. And the one behind it was a white one. Margaret could have that. Amazing. So, yeah, it was a great, great, uh, great generosity, you know. Absolutely. It's yours. Yeah, so the Diablo has been with me ever since. <laughs> what's, what's Mags called the other one? The no, she, one? no, it's just, there's no term, there's no name. It's, the, <laughs> it's nowhere near the Diablo. No, no, the Diablo is special. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, look, when, when are you flying out? Actually, heading out? We're flying out next week, uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Next so Wednesday, yeah. Are you going out as well next yeah, Wednesday? next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. By Dublin to London at seven in the morning. Yeah, I think we're on the same fl- flight. Right? And Virgin uh, yeah. at 11 to Vegas yeah. from Gatwick. We did it, but that's the way we went the last time as well. Is that the way you went the last time? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. In fairness, a Virgin, they look after It's not bad, I mean. Virgin's yeah, good. no, a Virgin's okay. Um, it's not bad, you know. It's, mm. I think it's about uh, 11 hours, the London to Vegas. To Vegas, yeah, yeah. But it goes in handy enough, you know. We well, did, we did San Fran before. That was a pain in the hole, wasn't it? Oh, that was, that was a bit sketchy, that one. That was around the world sort of trip. It was the Poirier fight. We went there, Lingus, direct to San Fran. And then from San Fran down to Vegas. But uh, I, yeah. I like... The Virgin one purely because you know when I get off this plane, I'm there. That's, yeah, that's me. No you know, more connecting yeah. flights. Yeah, right. So, yeah, right there, smack in the middle of Vegas. That's it. It's amazing. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, MGM well, again. Uh, me, the Aria. Are you on the MGM? The MGM. Uh, the MGM. Yeah, the MGM is light, nice. I like the MGM, but you know we're we're in the Aria this time. Mm-hmm. The Aria was nice. We were in a suite the last time as well. Oh, I'm on Cromlock Fields, lads. Cromlock, yeah. Right. No, yeah, we'll not, send you a picture, not, we'll send you a picture on Facebook, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, now the area does look like a nice place. So it yeah, is nice. It is nice, yeah. Nice spot. Jesus, yeah. I'm raging on that going now. I really am. I'm going to check one more time to see if there's yeah, any... Yeah, do, because I can't get a goddamn connection here. 
No, so there's nothing officially in, but uh, word coming in off the street that looks like it's Diaz. Yeah. We'd have to wait for confirmation. But whoever it is, it's a pity it's not going to be a title fight, but we know that. We know, we know the result already. I just want to see him fight. That's it. Yeah. He will, and look, trust me, hence that next time he does, the foregone conclusion is still there, you know? Yeah, I mean, what are we looking at now? Just say, for instance, we get this fight out of the way the next yeah. one right uh, you know when will the title shot be look probably UFC 200 UFC 200, yeah. 200. 200. Like, they can't have 200 without Connor. no yeah. he's the biggest player in the game if they tried to put 200 on without him it would be yeah. you know I'd say, I'd say they're almost in many ways banking on it which I suppose well I don't think you'd feel the pressure but maybe there's this narrative in the background saying something like we want you there you're, you're yeah. our biggest draw him yeah. and you know well Previously, Ronda, but she's not going to be there. So, no. but see, as well as that, though, be, it's after changing a lot because Connor spoke to Andrew McGahan in severe MMA yeah. before well, yeah. last Sunday. Brilliant interview. Where Andrew's he, good. He's been around a long time. Yeah, Andrew, mm-hmm. yeah. where he said, um, "You, oh, I'm already lined." He, he he alluded to the fact that he's already lined up for UFC 200. So I'm wondering. He would have beaten the Sanyos. He yeah. would have been the featherweight champion, the lightweight champion. Yeah. And then there was talk of him stepping up to welterweight to, to fight Robbie Olada at UFC yeah. 200. Yeah. yeah. So that just wrecks everything now. I'd say yeah. Dana White and the Fertitas are. The, this is it again, Graham. The Brazilians have wrecked everything mm. by pulling yeah. out all the time. Mm. You know, why don't they just man up? Forget about his bloody broken toenail. <laughs> you know, just go ahead with <laughs> Dead right. Mm. Seriously. Yeah. Love it. There's worse. Um, there's fighters that have had worse injuries. Like, yeah, unquestionable. I'm I'm basing that comment on reports that it's a metatarsal to his baby tail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, all I can say, lads, is that everything happens for a reason, and I reckon that if they feed him Diaz, he'll eat Diaz up and spit him out again. <laughs> Danny, let me ask you. Go on, I'll finish my prediction in a minute. Sorry, go, finish. Sorry, I thought you were finished. You're all right. I'm, just, I'm trying to channel my inner Mystic Mac, if you will. <laughs> right. Right. UFC okay. 200 in, he'll finally get his hands on the Sanyos, yeah. and his left hand will be the one that's the most important, and he'll knock him square out. That yeah. big old jaw on the Sanyos, you know? And yeah. then uh, it sets up that 170 title fight in Dublin. I reckon it will. That was I, my next question, right? I reckon it has to happen. If yeah. he, Connor has talked about it so much that if... If realistically, if he takes that one fifty five belt, he's calling the shots. Like he's a double weight world yeah. champion, going for it to become a triple weight. Yeah, that's they, they could me. not deny that. But that's what I'm wondering because before, maybe before and after the Aldo fight, Connor in interviews kind of stepped back from the whole "I want the Dublin fight." Yeah, possibly because the the, the brass. We're saying mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I think he conceded defeat somewhat to say, look, Vegas owns me now in that Vegas will only book, or the MGM will only allow the arena to be booked to UFC if it's me. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but now with the Andrew McGann interview, Connor said he's he's nearly desperate to fight in Ireland. Yeah. It's like he wants to pay the Irish fans back to spend them their hard cash to go over. Yeah. And then to have two pullouts, well, he didn't know at the time it was going to be a second pullout, mm. but well, four pullouts. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the point being is that will can a Dublin show happen because he's a global superstar now? Can we can we do a Dublin card? I don't see why not. I like Dana, Dana White has said many times that Irish fans, pound for pound, are the best fans in the world. 
Give you'll us have, the bleeding fight. You'll them. have the yeah, pound for pound. Fight, yeah, you'll have the pound for pound best in the world in Connor running yeah. the show, headlining that fight card. The logistics are the part that they need to work out because, look, the people are willing. Connor is willing. Mm-hmm. Everything is there at their beck and call. It's just a matter of them saying, okay, if Crow Park isn't feasible, okay, let's maybe step back. Let's have a look at the Aviva Stadium. Yeah. Let's have a look at. Or look, let's look I at mean, Cardiff Stadium. Even the you way know, you can close I mean, the roof, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah, a, yeah. a boat trip over. Like, look, it's not. Uh, what's ideal. Cardiff? Hundred thousand? Uh, Eighty five. Eighty five. But the arena yeah. closes and then the it was built. Yeah. It was well, built actually, so no, well, every sea you yeah, can you can uh, see. Wow. I was going to say with the pitch as well. It obviously have seats on the pitch. It could very well get up to yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's but a it's a magnificent stadium. Dana yeah. said I've never been, uh, Danny. I've never been there. Oh, it's incredible. It, it really is. It's uh, it, the closed roof is the is the ticket Without because doubt, they keep yeah. saying. The rain, the it's weather. It's not weather dependent. Mm. Then depend- once you close the roof, that's it. Close the roof, the Cardiff. Yeah. I wouldn't mind time, Cardiff. Yeah. What's an eighty euro return? That's all. Yeah. They're mad for lashing up hotels over there. The ruby walk. Yeah. You, you could go. You could go in the morning and come home at night. Oh no! So you just stay in Bristol. It's an hour on the train. Yeah, you can drive. But Dana kind of Dana said Connor beats Aldo's first defenses in Dublin. Now yeah. what? Like he obviously. He had to have said that with a plan in mind mm-hmm. before saying it. Like well, no, he tweeted well, that. Like don't get me wrong, GAA are a great organisation for many, many things. But I mean, let's Crow Park doesn't have um, the greatest track record in terms mm. of organisation and issues with surrounding that. And I suppose there is a lot of logistics there. But I think the want is there, the demand is there, the popularity is there. Everything yep. is there for it to happen. It shows them ironing out the logistics. And but, I think if they want it bad enough. Absolutely no reason. Look, Muhammad Ali fought in Crow Park. That's right. The king Don't has mean, to fight in Crow exactly. Park. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm worried now because like. their allocation of outside GA sports has taken yeah. up with Bruce Springsteen and Beyonce. Look, right. I won't so have a bad word. They're only allowed five uh, Yeah, five and it, they're, yeah. they're taken up. So they're maxed out. They're yeah. maxed out. So it'll have to be the Viva if it's going to be Dublin this yeah. year. Has Connor mentioned nothing about wanting, like, does he still which, want... Which, oh, I'm sure he does, yeah. He still wants to fight in Ireland. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't know. I think yeah. the Aviva would be a good one as well. I think the Aviva is the best option. Yeah, yeah, so I, I won't have a bad Visually, word said about Bruce Springsteen, by the way. Right? No, I won't. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. That's all right then. But like the Aviva, I, look, I actually prefer the Aviva to Crow Park myself. And I don't know if yeah. that's because I'm a rugby and football man before I'm a GAA man. Yeah. I'm not sure. But my only concern about the Aviva, and I say this having experienced it, I, when Ireland played the All Blacks, not the last one, the time before that, I think it was about 2008, 2009 yeah. maybe, I was in... The furthest seat away from the pitch you can imagine. It was literally right. was only two seats. It was me, and my brother, in up, a in the, up in the literally up in the rafters. Right, like, yeah. Like wow, it was wait. just two seats in this. I get dizzy up there, Danny. I, I got a case of like vertigo. Like the, yeah, the steps are coming yeah. to meet me yeah. as I was walking up. Yeah. It's not kind of and um, the you know them kind of white beams that are now. I'm not sure with the octagon being in the center of the pitch. Say how would they stage it? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, because what I when I was there anyway, you could see the centre of the pitch, no problem. Yeah. But it was say, you know, at the time like O'Gara oh, Sexton taking a yeah. penalty. Yeah, that you struggled to see the posts a little yeah. bit. There was some of the visually. I don't there. know visually. I visually, it'd be it'd be difficult for a lot of the fans, you know, uh, yeah. that are there on the night. I saw you two in concert in Crow Park, and like you, Danny, I was mm. down the back. Well, actually, I wasn't even down that far. I was about three quarters of the way down. Yeah. And you don't get the atmosphere, you don't get the sound, you don't, you know, mm. 
I found that as well. And I, I left. I left that con. Now I love you too. I saw yeah. them the last uh, concert in Three Arena. That, that was brilliant. That, that was brilliant. Brilliant. That yeah. was deadly. Yeah, but amazing station. You know these outdoor uh, venues. They are a bit dodgy to try and you know get the atmosphere. Yeah, going. I, you'd wonder why same. they didn't say it, Dave, even when they were rebuilding it. Can we put a roof, put a roof on? on it? It's Ireland. Yeah. Do you think they would like? It's crazy. No, Wouldn't I, they make more money agree. with the concerts? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree completely, Joy. Was at the U two constant crowd. I mean, we don't have any that. closed arena. Yeah, which, which is, you know, outdoor with, with the roof closed and all. It's one of them things, I suppose, that you've only got kind of a medium sized indoor option or a huge outdoor option yes. where you're playing there's the no lottery. With the, there's, there's, no there's no nothing. Between, there's no. imagine Bertie had got the Bertie ball with a roof. Yeah, that's what it all boils back to, doesn't it? Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Verdi's ball. <laughs> <Back to Verdi. laughs> but, um, look, Tony, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Uh, As always. Danny, it's always great to see you two guys. And, um, look, and continued success with your project. It's great Thank to you see you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Thanks, Tony. Um, safe travels over and back. Thank you very much. Um, I would say best luck, but we won't need it. We won't He's need it, no. We know the result know. already. Always um, victorious. That's it. Always decisive and always that left hook. Love it, love it. Always comes into play. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and look, in about nine months' time, we'll give you a shout. We'll get you back on again. <laughs> deadly, <laughs> yeah, deadly. With when pleasure. he's a three, three division no champion, love to come That's back. It, you know? love to come back. Um, but look, Tony McGregor, as always, it's been a pleasure, and thank you very much. And thank you, Danny, and thank you, Graham. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Amazing, Roy, lads. We're uh, we're just about done, I suppose. So we're as, chapter gone. That's it. Yeah, chapter thirty-four done and dusted. So look. As always, you can check out our previous chapters, of course, uh, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, Podcast Republic, anywhere and everywhere. At WS Pod on Twitter, you can get Danny at Danjo Murray, you can get me at Merrigan Mania. We're all on Twitter. We want activity. Exactly. What we've loved lately is people uh, tweeting quotes that they liked, me or Danny, more so yeah. Danny saying, giving Danny <laughs> stick about some crazy uh, Yeah, that's it. I come out quotes. with a few views. So uh, keep all that up. And if you... If if you can change those uh, compliments and put them in the review on iTunes, that would be amazing. Love so it, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. At WTS Pod, anywhere and everywhere, uh, do please rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you want. Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland. Graham's off to Vegas. Tony's off to Vegas. I'm jealous. Um, but look, that's it for this week. So um, I suppose thanks, Fitzpatrick's. Obviously, as always, for Sergeant Castle Hotel. Uh, Go watch the rugby on Saturday and get that's your it, dungeon. Yeah, that's Go it. The dungeon. Come up, check out Sport up here in the dungeon. Uh, book in for a nice, nice weekend away, whatever the case may be. Check out our website for for their details. But look, Graham, best luck in Vegas. Tony, best luck in Vegas, lads. Until next week. Adios. Night. God bless.